welcome to Praying Weekly with the Kingstown Communion. Grace and peace to you from our Lord Jesus Christ. rises up to meet you today as the day rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forevermore. Our gospel lesson for this week is from John 17, verses 20 through 26. Hear now the word of the Lord. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your your name known to them, and I will make it known, so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them, and I in them also. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. This is Jesus' famous prayer, praying that we would get along. (laughs) 
in a world and a culture that seems like nobody gets along. Praying that we would be one. One in spirit, one in mind, one table, one Lord, one baptism, one church for all. In a world where oneness, in a culture where oneness is almost impossible to find. This is Jesus' prayer. Do you hear him speaking directly to the Father, earnestly, passionately, sincerely? Hear this passage one more time today. From John 17. I ask not on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I desire that those also whom you have given me may be with me where I am, to see my glory which you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you, and these know that you have sent me. I made your name known to them, and I will make it known so that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and I in them also. This is a strange verse to read in the midst of all that is happening in the United Methodist Church right now. We had a desire, many of us, for oneness. We presented a a plan forward for oneness. And many chose separation, distance, not for all, but for only a select few. So now we're at this weird place where being one doesn't seem like it's going to work. In fact, maybe, maybe we sense God calling us into some kind of grace-filled separation. And so I return to this passage and I wonder... Where is Jesus in that? Where is Jesus calling us? Have we sinned against God? 
is our separation, wounding the very heart of Jesus. How can I make sense of that with this passage? And then I read the verse right before the end. Righteous Father, the world does not know you, but I know you. And these know that you have sent me. And I think of all the ways the world does not know God. Because we have lived with our heads in the sand because we have tried to appease each other rather than being and claiming a boldness of inclusion, speaking the radical gospel of Jesus Christ. The world does not know you, but Jesus knows God. Jesus knows God's love, God's relationship, that mutuality, that respect, that all-encompassing grace. So I trust in Jesus right now, and I don't have all the answers, and neither does the church. What does oneness look like outside the church? What does oneness of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, how can that oneness be so big enough, so broad enough, so beautiful enough to fill in the gaps when we separate and fall apart and create new churches? of God our Father, and the grace of his Son, Jesus Christ, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Amen.